Well, this is going to be a fun little story time. (laughs) I got canceled last week. This is going to be the behind the scenes of the cancellation and how to navigate such a thing. Because if you're building an iconic brand and if you're standing up for values that, you know, the world might not think are important nowadays, you just might get canceled too. And that's okay. I love using every bit of pain or any sort of roadblock to propel me to my next level. And people who don't do that won't get it. They won't get it at all. I've been told I need to sit down, shut up, take a break from social media, all these little wimpy things. Um, And you may... (laughs) want to not play this episode around kids I've really been determined to like curse less but in this episode I may curse a little bit and I don't want kids to hear it this is what happened let's get into it It's time to stop spinning your wheels, wasting time, money, and energy building your brand alone on social media. Hi, I'm Sophia Spolino, the host of Social Equity, the podcast, here to help you build your own profitable personal brand, the social equity you can rely on to make the money that you deserve. Are you ready, Miss Future Millionaire? Let's get into it. Bloody murder. Well, attempted murder. That's what happened because you can't take down a woman who knows who she is. And I have zero, zero, zero apologies. Because these days, people can't seem to hold some nuance or realize that the entire context of a situation doesn't fit into the limited characters of a single thread text post or a 60 second video. I call that ignorant, they call me a misogynist. Okay, sure, a lesbian misogynist. If adoring women is now hating women, that I literally don't even know what to do with this world. <sighs> okay, let's just reverse and have a little background because there may be people who listen to this podcast who are new to my world. And in order to like get me and truly see me, you have to know a little bit about the background. So let me give you a little speed up to date. Uh, my name is Sophia Splino. I've been on social media for, what, 10 years? I don't know. I've been making YouTube videos since I was 14. I'm 31 now. I've been in the industry actively working as a social media strategist, social media manager, agency owner, in some capacity doing one of those three things for the last nine years. I built a social media agency and then pivoted into coaching so I could impact more women. So instead of just doing it for them and having my agency do it for them, if I could teach them how to do it, they could could all be more successful and make more money and I could have more impact and make more money by coaching. Uh, so that is how I got to where I am today. I was about 2018 through 2021, I dated a very famous entrepreneur, Robert Croak. This was before I came out as a lesbian. Now, Robert always knew that I was bi and we were great together, great friends. I loved our relationship. It was very, very special. Probably one of the healthiest, the only healthy, deep 
loving relationship I've ever had with a man. And I was never married to him. I was married to a a different man before him. Uh, So when I talk about any abuse I've been through with men, none of that is about Robert. Robert was very, very good to me. um, But I'm just a lesbian. Anyway, going into our relationship, I thought I was bi. I always just assumed I was bi because I'd never slept with a girl, evangelical background as a kid being gay was wrong. So I just thought, oh, I'm bi and I'll choose to be with men because I can, you know, at least if I like both, then I can choose men. And I had never slept with a woman or a man. So like, how would I know? Then I got married. Uh sex with a man wasn't for me also the marriage was really terrible really unhealthy and I later on met Robert and he was just so nice to me he was so nice to me and we ended up uh working together I worked for him um I didn't really get paid a lot but I I loved working with him and I helped him build back his personal brand he invented silly bands he sold billions of them back in the day and then um you know things happen where uh People go through different seasons of life, valleys, and he didn't really have a personal brand and uh, he he just was in a different season of life and I helped him build his personal brand and I uh, really capitalized off our age gap and grew a big following on TikTok and we were in a lot of articles and uh, we made a lot of sugar baby joke videos and it's kind of like one of those things I had my friend Coco the other day tell me. You know, the world thought you were crazy, but we all thought Paris Hilton was crazy. And then one day we woke up and we realized she was a marketing mastermind. We all thought Lady Gaga was crazy. But one day we woke up and realized she was a marketing mastermind. This is what I was doing with Robert. I was rebuilding up his authority um, as a pretend sugar baby and making ridiculous content that would go viral. I'm talking 11, 12 million views on a video so that uh, we could both build our personal brands really, really fast. Now, I don't advise people to do this. I don't advise people to do crazy things to get followers because the algorithm is different than it was just a few years ago. Algorithms are, they, they keep you in a box. So once you're in an algorithm box, it's hard to break out of it. And then it'll lower your engagement, which is something that I've struggled with uh, since pivoting into being in my power as an independent lesbian businesswoman. But the background is Robert never was a real sugar daddy. Um, God, I wish that would have been awesome. Instead, he was a really, really good friend and a really good boyfriend. And even though looking back, I understand now that I've been able to experience what I have with women. And, and I know very clearly that I'm not bi, I'm a lesbian. I enjoyed my time with him. That man was really kind to me and we worked together very well. Um, I helped him build up his brands. I helped get the, um, well, I did build the Silly Bands TikTok um, and as well as other brands that he represented. I was the like hired social media strategist. Uh, Plus, I did social media strategies for other uh, brands. Uh, I don't want to publicly say NDA, um, but you think of the largest uh, dating apps and um, different healthcare and things like that. And I, 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 yeah, social media strategy, good for me, right? So much fun. But when I left him, I left with nothing because I didn't really have a true career. The strategy was something I did on the side. I was just, you know, contracted by certain brands and whatnot. So 
I left with nothing. And what's really, really funny is people love to say that like I had a millionaire husband. He was never my husband. Um, I never had a lot of money with him. He never bought me extravagant things. There was none of that. I made my own money, not a lot of it because I wasn't working too hard. I had picket fence life. My basic needs were taken care of. I worked for him, but I wasn't stressed. That's the background. Okay, now we're done with that. So as I'm getting canceled right now on threads, people are digging up all the old articles of me and my ex-boyfriend and saying that I was a sugar baby or I left with millions of dollars. And that's just funny because I left with less than, I've talked about this many times, I've left with less than $10,000 in my savings. At the time, I didn't have much family support. I moved with the help of my two friends. I waited for an apartment. I moved in all by myself. Um, And I built my business from the ground up. And that's not for anyone to pity me. I am not going to lie. Entrepreneurship is hard work, but doing what I do isn't like freaking building a railroad or being a nurse and having to lift people. Um, what I do is, is, is hard work because it's a strategy, but it's not hard fucking work like guys hard work is is like manual labor construction okay like I'm not doing that so no one needs to pity me right now being an entrepreneur has its challenges but it's not hard work it's hard work but it's not hard work you know what I mean so listen to this but don't get enraged and like feel like you need to Um, go and be mean to anyone that's left me mean comments because they just don't they don't get it and they're not gonna get it and they're not my ideal audience right like that's okay so anyway they like all these little kids and all these people um, who probably have nothing better to do with their life decided they wanted to take me down on threads this week and I do believe it's because people these days can't seem to hold nuance like they, they can't realize the entire context of a situation can't fit into limited characters of a single thread. They can't look at an old article of me with a famous entrepreneur and also see that I've lived the last three years on my own and built my business on my own with nothing from him. And um, they're calling me a misogynist. They're, but I think it's just, it's ignorance is bliss, right? So I'm getting, yeah, all kinds of hate. But this this is what I'm being told. Stay off the internet. Reflect. Here's my reflection. I will not stay off the internet. Also, let me just point out that I did kind of stay off the internet accidentally because I went on a vacation last week and I didn't really check my socials. Like I posted things, but then would like put away my phone. And people were like, why would you ever trust a social media strategist who doesn't look at her analytics and didn't even know she went viral for the wrong reasons? And I'm like, because I live a life of freedom and I put away my phone and I've got better things to do like than just stare at it. So anyway, this is my reflection. And if I offend you, you can unsubscribe yourself. It's cool. Um, I really am speaking to my ideal client here. And I'll just start off. It all started off. All the hate started off with this one post. I said, for goodness sake, put on some mascara and lip gloss before you turn on your camera. You want to be a multi six figure business owner? Show up like it. Now, for those of you who know me, you know that I show up on camera without makeup many times. And you also know that I'm a lesbian. And you also know that I think mask lesbians who don't wear makeup are gorgeous. And femme lesbians who wear lots of makeup are gorgeous. And... 
Um, you would know that I just believe in being the UESU and being on brand. And I hammer this message home all the time. Like it's a larger message of being your your best self. And for some people's brands, your best self is it is showing up messy. And we can get into that in a minute. But people are literally accusing of me of taking this post down. It's got like a thousand replies to it. It's still there. I stand by it. I ain't taking it down. And I also stand by it with the probably 35 high ticket clients who are listening to my podcast right now, 50% of at least who wear no makeup, who are super beautiful women inside and out. So I, I definitely don't think all women need to wear makeup. And I'm a highly Botox girl. And what would the world look like if we were all highly Botox? Like, it'd be so freaking weird. I mean, it's not natural. Like, I, I'm the first to say, like, everybody just do you. Do you, do you, boo-boo. Um, but what did my post actually mean to the woman who can hold nuance and extract a lesson? It's a shortened version of a larger message that I hammer home all the time, which is if you're selling a high-ticket coaching service, show up on brand. If you're selling a service for 5K to 20K, you need to show up like it. Now, like it is going to look different for everyone else. Everyone. Not everyone else. Sorry, I'm getting excited. Getting ahead of myself. If you're selling to professionals, be professional with a blazer. I love being in my athletic clothes all day, so I literally throw a blazer over my sports bra all the time. If you're selling to mothers, film with the sink full of dishes and a baby on your hip. Keep it messy. If you're selling to world travelers, share content in exciting places and rugged hiking gear. I don't care if you've got holes in your socks and your feet are crisscrossed in front of the camera and you've, you've, you look d- dirty and messy because you just went on a long hike. That's freaking awesome. No matter what, though, wipe your damn camera limbs and have an appropriate background and look your best on brand, whatever that is for you. So put on your mascara and and lip gloss was a very um, social media strategist way of saying be on brand and a way to maybe rile up a few people. I didn't expect it to rile up thousands (laughs) and that's okay. But it's really a way of saying Do what looks good for you and wear what makes you feel best and show up confident. And you know what? If you are selling a 5 to 20K offer, most of the time, most of the time you're going to want to have a clean background and you're going to want to look put together and polished on some level. And for me as a super femme lesbian, it literally means putting on some mascara and lip gloss. Now, for not every... for. Not everyone out there, it's going to look that way. It's going to look different for all of you. But having a a brand that people know you for and how you show up, that's what really matters. Now, if this enrages you and the patriarchy will continue to be an excuse because they say I'm, I'm just worse than a man and the patriarchy. Um, if that's going to continue to be an excuse as to why you make no big moves in life and keep yourself small and you think I should be canceled, You're going to have to find another coach, sister. Oh, wait. They said I can't say the word sister either. I was literally raised with five sisters in an evangelical church where everyone calls each other Sister Margaret, Sister so-and-so, Sister Olivia, Sister whatever it is. I literally have five sisters. I'm one of six. And I call all the women I know sister. And I'm not stopping. You can't shame me out of saying a word that I 
use all the time from a genuine place in my heart. It gets better though. It gets way better. Um, they're, they're trying to cancel me on top of that for um, something that happened when I, I uh, hired a new team member. Okay, so shortly after that thread was posted, we added a new team member who just did not perform as in she literally lied to us. She told us she was working. She was on the clock. We checked throughout the day. She was blatantly lying to us. Now, I want to actually pull up the thread where I shared this because um, I could have done better except that, you know, you only have so many characters in a thread. But I could have done better explaining the story or told multiple threads because the little snippet I said got people so mad at me rather than getting mad at someone who was lying and stealing. But let me take a sip of this and I'll explain. Okay. So the, the thread that I posted was the other day, I hired someone new, she underperformed. And when I asked about it, she said it was because she was on her period on her first day of the job, y'all. Four out of five people on my team own uteruses. She thought that was some sort of excuse. As we say in the South, bless her heart and bye-bye. I'll be here kicking peach today, like kicking booty today with my heating pad because I too have period pain. Okay, so that was the uh, the post. Uh, over 700 people have replied to just that thread alone. It's gone way more viral with other people responding. And I'm like, oh, as a social media strategist, this is cool. Like so many people are... are like seeing this post, but oh man, they don't like me. They don't like me at all. Y'all, they think I'm a misogynist. They think that I'm a terrible, unempathetic person. But let me just give you the background to this. So um, this girl came to me being like, I want to work for you. I'm so excited, blah, blah, blah. She had a week of information about me beyond my content and all of the assets she would need to do the job to the best of her ability. Well, we checked on her throughout the day. Um, we asked, is there anything else you need for you to like do your job? Because we could see in the back end that nothing was getting done. And uh, she kept saying, no, 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 just getting my bearings. And I'm thinking, okay, that's fine. Totally fine. But she had a week with the material. And it's okay. I understand she didn't need to actually go through it until her first day. But she had replied back to emails saying that she was so excited and she had read through materials and she was ahead before even her first day of work like she was genuinely pumped so it was just kind of odd to me uh, but get it but again I wouldn't expect anyone to like do training until their first day of work so we're checking in with her throughout the day and she keeps confirming like things are good just getting started okay so at the end of the day she says she's clocking out and me and my right-hand girl were, like, messaging each other going, like, she didn't do any. Like, we can see there's no progress on any of these things. Like, nothing. So we asked her, literally, why is why was nothing done? Like, why are you lying to us? Because you've been saying you're working all day, but there's there's nothing that's been done. And we kept asking you throughout the day, like, do you need any more support with this? Is there anything you need clarity on? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so we explained like, hey, we know you're not actually working. Why would you lie to us? And then she confessed. And she said it's because she's on her period. Like, hear me out, guys. For those of you who have known me, know my journey, like I've been through unexplained health issues for the past like eight years 
years, but really, really bad the last three years. I really think that like me coming out and like freaking out and not knowing how I was going to do it on my own, like that those few months of like panic really did something to my nervous system and triggered some autoimmune things. And I'm just now getting better. But like when I say I've dealt with period pain, I'm talking pain that inflamed my whole body so much that doctors have thought and I've tested for on the teeter lupus because of the level of inflammation that happens when I get on my period. Aches down to my toes, hair loss, rashes, Um, when I'm on my period, I can feel it in my toes and like all the way up to like what my belly button, terrible, terrible, terrible pain, um, wanting to throw up. It's just awful. Like I can't really eat. Like that's what I've dealt with for years. So if anyone was to tell me they had like, um, any sort of female pain, I'd be like, oh gosh, girl, like, I'm sorry. Do you want to start tomorrow? Like that's, who I am and the women who work with me they know this um but this girl literally lied to us all day now as humans it really hurts when people lie to us and we discover someone's lied to us like we feel taken advantage of we feel like shit but as a business owner it's being stolen from so I mean people are there saying I was cruel to someone on their first day on the job and like I'm not an empowering person, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. I just don't want to be lied to it. I don't want to pay someone who's lying about doing work. Being on your period isn't a good reason to lie. If you underperform, that's one thing. But like literally not doing the work at all and lying is another. It's just wild. So anyway, I just of course, couldn't fit all of this entire story that I'm sharing in a, what is it? What? Are, where are we at now? 21 minute long podcast into a, what, 200 character freaking thread. I don't know what it is. Um, So yeah, I, I will stand by this. So being ill is never an excuse to lie to a client and say you did work you didn't do. Just say you're sick. Um, I hope for team members who don't lie and have a real work ethic especially if it's your first day on the job. And I told people, if you still disagree with me, come for me because I'm a girl with period and pain. And that's kept me working from bed for years when I'm on my period, but it was never an excuse to lie. I had a high ticket client about a year and a half ago. And I remember messaging her. She had a a big campaign and and she knew I was sick. And I was like, but don't worry, the job is going to get done. I've got this. And she'd be like, okay, make sure you're resting. She was so kind, but like, I still did the job and I didn't lie about it. I was like, hey, I'm gonna need a couple hours of sleep. The inflammation's really bad. I feel like I'm gonna throw up, whatever. Like, but you're just honest about it. And that's all I expect from people is honesty about it. Um, I will always stand by, I expect someone to do their job. And like four out of five people on my team have uteruses. We all experience some sort of pain. Now, everyone's pain is different. I dare to say that like I've been through it and maybe this girl had it worse than me, but I'm sorry, lying about working is stealing and that's where I draw the line. And other than her, I'm so freaking grateful for my team. I love my team. We support, we nurture each other's hearts. There's always room to grow in the company. We talk to each other with kindness. We send each other affirming messages throughout the day. We're like a little family. But that's not what people see in a short thread. They've grabbed their pitchforks and decided I'm a big bad wolf business owner who has no empathy. 
like literally people saying that they're embarrassed for me and that I'm like evil and it's just wild. But here's why I don't care about the hate. And here's why I don't care if you're listening to this and somehow you're enraged. You're on the wrong podcast. You're on the wrong side of the internet because if you're the kind of person who believes people shouldn't have to be honest and people shouldn't have to work and people deserve handouts on day one with the company, go back home. We are women who love everyone but hold values. We are women who can have empathy but don't tolerate lying. And if you've listened to this entire podcast and you're a real business owner or a real person with values, even if you don't have your dream business yet, but if you're a business owner and you're like, dude, I would feel the exact same way as you. I want more friends like you. Like, let me know. DM me. I would actually love to have you on my podcast because I feel like we would vibe. And I also want to end the podcast with this. Like, with all this being said, like, it's so sweet. My right-hand girl is like, how do you do it? Like, how do you deal with the hate? Like, I would be a nervous wreck, blah, blah, blah. I so appreciate that empathy, but at the end of the day, like, I'm not complaining. Like this, this type of shit is what comes with influence. Like I'm, all publicity fades into good publicity. Even those articles that were put out years ago with me and Robbie, like the sugar baby stuff, like all that stuff that I engineered for us to grow our brands aggressively, even though it's not true. At the time, it got me dating, coaching clients, like, and I never, here's another thing. I never lied and said I was a sugar baby. It was satire. Uh, I don't want people to think I ever lied about that. Like, oh, I'm a sugar, no, it was always like this big joke. And everyone who watched my content knew that. But Always to say all publicity fades into good publicity. I work very hard and I've worked hard to get to where I am, but have, and, and that's the nature of entrepreneurship. But this, this isn't hard work. Emotionally, sure, it can be upsetting to read the comments, but I just don't read them all. I screenshot a few for your enjoyment. If you're on my email list, you're going to see some. There's way worse comments that I did not screenshot. <laughs> um, because I don't want to remember that stuff about me. Like, I just don't. I know what I'm here for. I know who I'm here to talk to. And that's powerful women who aren't going to blame the patriarchy on why they're not successful. Um, sorry. Like, if that's... Like, I've been through so much shit in my life. And if I was like, because I had a terrible marriage, I'll never be successful because it emotionally damaged me. Or because I have been through this sickness and was diagnosed with lupus a year ago, I would just throw in the towel on my business. Like, dude, if you want to hear some sad shit like that, follow another coach. Like, I want you to know that that you are so capable and I want you to know that you are worthy and I want you to know that everything you touch and God touches multiplies because you're willing to put in the work. And if you haven't done it yet, I want you to know it's okay. You can and you will. You can and you will. Nothing will stop me. No hate. It's almost humorous. But know that Whatever you're going through, whatever you're going through, probably way worse than getting a little bit of hate on threads, you will overcome it. 
you will get on the other side of it. And I'm going to read you guys the mantra that I always read from Reverend Sydney Finn. Also, there's another one that I love to get from her. She's my spiritual mentor. Um, she she loves to say things like, I'm unfuckwithable. Like, that's the uncancelable energy. Like, all these people who are upset with me, they would have never paid me anyway. I just want you to know that. When people who are like, hating you or hating you like just know they're not your people and the people who are still listening to this podcast like we're vibing we're thriving and I will probably be the type of ideal client that would spend money in your business and you would be the ideal client that would spend money in my business and that's what I'm attracting but let me read you this mantra that will help you dig into some unfuckwithable energy sorry guys for cursing I've been trying to do less of it but At the end of the day, I'm going to say one more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Unpleasant for little ears. All this to say I'm not complaining. If you're a business owner who shares your values and who wants to build a profitable personal brand where you stand up for what you believe, you can't be a pussy. Actually, you can't be a ball sack because pussies are strong. Let me rephrase that. You really can't be a ball sack. You can't be weak because people are going to disagree with you, and especially sad people who have nothing better to do with their lives will be upset and they're not going to want to see the nuance in you and they're they're not smart enough to most of the time um, or are just unwilling or just unwilling to. And that's okay. They're not your people. So I'm going to leave you with the mantra that I read myself from Reverend Sidney Finn. This is the mantra I tell myself as I am overcoming anything, whether it's this or it's a relationship that didn't work or it's um, hiring new people or leveling up in some way. I say, I'm on the other side of this and I'm happy and free. I'm looking back on what I once couldn't figure out or once bothered me and it's now in my history. I'm on the other side of this and I'm happy and free. It's already been done. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. And if you want to step into unfuckwithable energy, sisters, I want to invite you to the I Am 5-Day Challenge where I'm going to be showing you how to step into who you are online so you can make more money than ever before. I didn't get here without a profitable personal brand where I didn't share from my heart, where I was afraid to share my values, where I was afraid to take a stand. And it's not that you have to get everyone to agree with you. It's that you want to be known for what you're for. And that's what makes people so magnetically attracted to you. Oh, it's going to be such a good time. I cannot wait. I truly cannot wait to see you there. If you have been thinking about coming to work with me, this is free for five days. Five days of learning how to be the icon in your industry and make way more money online than ever before. It's going to be a very powerful time where I reveal who I had to become to build an iconic brand of over 400,000 followers, what I did to make 363K in revenue possible, and how you can do it too. To claim your free seats, DM me, 
the words I am to get access. There will be limited seats because this is a five-day challenge and I'm going to be going deep with each of you. There is going to be, this is not like the typical, you get on a call and you get rah-rah and there's no actual substance. There's going to be lots of substance. I'm going to be revealing how I do it and walking you through in a workshop atmosphere. I want to show you how you can do it too. If you feel led, DM me on Instagram the words I am to get access. I'll see you inside. Congratulations for listening to another episode of the Social Equity Podcast. Every moment you invest in building your brand is contributing to your social equity. If you're an exhausted coach or service provider, or you're just getting started building your brand from scratch, I can't wait to give you the first steps to go from zero to 5K months and advance to 10 to 20K months. But why should you take my word for it? Well, I've spent over nine years in the industry amassing over 350,000 followers across platforms like Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube, as well as hosting a top charting podcast, building a successful service provider business, and coaching powerful women to build purposeful, profitable personal brands. So yeah, you should lean in and listen to the social media secrets, sales tips, marketing strategies, and mindset hacks I share. I want to help you build your dream business that makes real money, leveraging the power of a personal brand on social media. Because you're ready to quit wasting time on content that isn't working and start bringing in the money you deserve as a purpose-led coach or service provider, sharing your gifts with the world. So for a limited time, I'm giving away your first steps to go from zero to 5K months and advance to 10K to 20K months. Grab my newly revamped Profitable Personal Brand Blueprint, the proven framework to build yourself a personal brand that motivates, inspires, and sells so that your business can thrive the way it should. Just go to the link in the show notes. To ask me questions in real time, join me on Instagram Live for the live podcast show. The schedule is always posted on my profile. My handle is at Sophia Spolino. And if you're tired of posting without a reliable strategy and posting without maximal profit, just like many of my clients were before, then you want to join the Profitable Personal Brand six-month coaching program. Many of you asked how you can get me to coach you on building a profitable personal brand like the one I have. That's why I designed this coaching program, so you could have me coach you, guide you, and mentor you. This is for female coaches, service providers, and entrepreneurs who want to be known for purposeful work and build an extremely profitable personal brand on social media without wasting time. Whether you're a novice at creating or you're feeling stuck hitting a plateau in business that once had consistent revenue and need guidance, support, and coaching to get to your next level, book a strategy call to speak with either me or my team to see if we'd be the right fit to work with each other inside of the Profitable Personal Brand six-month coaching program. Mind you, I am very selective and this coaching program is not for everyone because I'm only taking on serious, purpose-driven, and committed soul sisters inside of my community. If that's you, book your free strategy call now. The link is in the show notes.
And if you feel yourself come alive and get excited to take radical responsibility for building your social equity, your personal brand that no one can take from you, leave a five-star rating with a kind review wherever you listen to podcasts. And be sure to share the show with a powerful woman you know. And remember, with a positive mindset and a profitable personal brand, all things are possible. So go get up and go get what you want.